0: Thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield. And I'm Josiah Jones. And this is the Christ Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. It's our hope that you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the gospel of Jesus Christ. In this episode, we're going to talk about what's going on in the world around us. We'll read some scripture, hear about the latest sermon, and we'll also spend some time praying for you all. So let's get started. Josiah, what a difference a few weeks can make. If you remember, just a few weeks ago, we were together as a church family for our
1: annual missions conference, and now we're all isolated from each other. I know, what a month, Dave. If you would have told me a month ago that uh, this would have been happening, I would have laughed at you and said, (laughs) funny funny joke, but uh, clearly this was not a joke. Um, Thankfully, Mm -hmm. though, uh, we have a sovereign God mm-hmm. who is at work, and we can trust him even in the midst of circumstances that we could not have foreseen. Yeah, I totally agree. How, how's your family holding up over there? Well, uh, things have we've had to adjust. Uh, like uh, I know, uh, all the families in our church and, and uh, in our community have had to adjust. But overall, uh, it's been good. We've seen God's uh, faithfulness. Family is healthy, thankfully. Uh, Kids are doing e-learning. I know like many uh, others are. uh, We've had the opportunity to to, uh, do some exercise, maybe ride bikes together, those kinds of things. Uh, Seeking like our other staff to work primarily from home. So that's been a little bit of uh, an adjustment. Yes,
0: With toddlers around, Uh, it's not too successful.
1: Exactly. Uh, Some (laughs) of our session... Prayer meetings and things like that have been interrupted, mm-hmm. but uh, God's good. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that we have the technology to do this, and uh, so it's been it's been good. And I will add, uh, as we've been in our family's been in tighter quarters and spending more time with one another, um, there have it's been mostly positive. There have been mm-hmm. some challenges, um, but even those have provided opportunity for us to, um, to to talk and to apply the gospel. So we're seeing God's hand in our family. Awesome.
0: That's great to yeah. hear. So obviously as a church family too, we've had to make some changes. So why don't you take a minute and just kind of update us on where we are uh, as a church and uh, where we're going as a church, especially in light of the governor's recent stay-at-home order. What's going on here?
1: Yes. Uh, you're right. Uh, There are significant changes that we've had to make. And I would just take this time to say uh, a big thank you to our tech uh, guys Mm -hmm. because the changes that we've made uh, would not have been possible if we did not have volunteers Mm -hmm. uh, who have worked hard to enable us to do this. So I praise God uh, for them. So, I mean, as our congregation knows we've uh, been live streaming, Mm -hmm. and we've started with the things that we uh, believe are essential, Uh, but there are other ways that we're looking to connect our congregation, and we see God at work. Uh, Our our elders uh, have been uh, meeting via Google to pray for our congregation, and we want our people to know that we are thinking about uh, you and praying for you. And uh, this is an opportunity where many of us have uh, more time on our hands than we have previously. And we see God's hand in that, too. So we're, uh, this is a time for our elders to reach out to our members, uh, to, to pray for, to know uh, any concerns or needs. Uh, we, we believe God is going to work through this to knit our hearts mm. together more closely, um, to show us more of himself, and and also to show us more of uh, his design for us as a body of Christ to love and care for one another. So um, there's much more that could be said, and I think we will say in time to come, Mm -hmm. uh, but I would leave it at that except for this one thing. I do want to encourage our congregation. Uh, I I was just reading in my time with the Lord this morning from Romans 13, uh, where Paul talks about how God has given governing authorities mm-hmm. uh, over us for our good. And so I know there can be the tendency on the one hand uh, to uh, to to be fearful, and we want to avoid that. On the other hand, we can be kind of dismissive, and I don't think that's wise either. And so I think it's especially important as a congregation that we thank God for the leaders he's given us, and we heed the instructions that um, are given us as well.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's a good reminder. Thank you for that. So let's take a few minutes then, and let's talk about the sermon from Sunday. Um, it was about how to deal with our enemy, and as I recall, you called the sermon, Facing Your Adversary, He Hunts Among the herding. Why don't you give us just a 60-second snapshot of the sermon to remind us of it? 60 seconds. 60, you can do it, Josiah. I All know right. you can. Well, we'll, Maybe.
1: I'll give it a shot. Uh, <laughs> like you mentioned, we we're in 1 Peter 5, uh, 8 through 11. And actually, this was, I think, the last sermon from 1 Peter, which I'm a little bit sorry because... Mm, I, it's I've been loved. great. What a journey. Well, praise God. And I'll tell you, one of the things that struck me, and I and I saw different people mentioning this, was the timing. This sermon was planned, right. planned long ago. Yeah but I, I don't think, uh, I really think this was a word from God for our time uh, mm-hmm. and a demonstration that he's aware of our situation and speaking to it. So now, 60 seconds. Okay, we'll start <laughs> the <to hide> clock now. <laughs> uh, 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 briefly, it, it was, Peter uh, wants us to know that, especially in the midst of suffering, Satan is working over time. Mm-hmm. And his primary attack is on the faith of God's people, mm-hmm. and so God wants us to be aware of that. So He wants us to be ready by being sober-minded and watchful, and then He wants us to go deeper into the gospel, so that when Satan seeks to clamp down to destroy our faith, um, as I suggested, the image I have is as we are in uh, as we are immersing ourselves in the gospel. It's like we shove the gospel in his face. As he seeks to bite down our faith, it, he breaks his teeth mm-hmm. because it's Amen. solid. Yeah. And, and so, in fact, our faith is strengthened instead of uh, demolished. And so as we press into the gospel, and then we rest in God's sovereign reign. That's the mm. beauty. We, we neither are, are passive and just give ourselves over to what's happening. No, we resist. The devil. Um, but neither are we panicking as though, hey, we've got to do this on our own. No, we rest in God's grace. This is why, um, you know, the Apostle Paul also says, uh, talks about how the world, uh, how Satan seeks to destroy us, but then he says, Greater is he who is mm-hmm. in us than he who is in the world. So mm-hmm. we resist, yes, but we also rest. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And what a great text, like you said, for times like this, when we're all dealing with a very pressing problem. It's this virus uh, that seems to be inching closer and closer to home every day. Uh, And it seems like that's our main enemy right there in front of us. But really, according to this text, as you reminded us, that we have a much more dangerous enemy than the coronavirus. So how do you think a situation like the coronavirus and everything along with that is something that our real adversary, the devil, is trying to take advantage
1: of? Uh, I think that's that's a great question. Mm-hmm. So two things come to my mind. One is, in the midst of dangers and threats, Satan wants to undermine our faith, particularly in the goodness of God, uh, in the wisdom of God, and in our identity as children of God. Mm-hmm. And so... This is where he seeks to attack, which is why the way that we resist is to press more deeply into the gospel. Mm. And in particular, to see uh, when when he challenges that God really loves us to look at the cross. And this is where we see evidence. He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. Mm. So we know he loves us. Then he questions, okay, so maybe he loves you, but he's not big enough, strong enough, to keep you in the midst of this. And this is where we look at the resurrection. Hmm. We see, hey, God, uh, through Christ, has has for us conquered our greatest enemy. Coronavirus mm-hmm. is nothing mm-hmm. for our sovereign, hmm. resurrected king. Yeah, I like that. I like the
0: comparison there between coronavirus and the resurrection. That uh, really puts coronavirus in, in a good light. It's nothing compared to what God can yes. do, and what he did in the yes. resurrection. That's may,
1: awesome. May I just mm-hmm. add, the second thing I thought about where Satan wants to, to tempt us is to turn in mm. to ourselves. Um, hmm. Whereas the gospel gives us such confidence in uh, in our Father and in our sovereign King, that it frees us to uh, uh, give ourselves to, uh, to for the sake of the gospel and for the sake of, of others. So Satan would have us be so uh, overwhelmed by fear that we would fall back in fear, whereas the gospel shows us a God who is powerful enough and loving enough that actually in the times of challenge, we do not fall back in fear, mm. but we move forward mm. in faith. This is an opportunity to see the Gospel advance. Mm-hmm. like uh, I haven't seen in some time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I like that. It's not just defense here. this is this is offense. This is a time for the uh, the church to move forward. That's really good. Thanks for that. Absolutely. So let me ask you so you, you've mentioned before that you grew up in a different context than our current setting. It, You were raised in a a charismatic denomination, and I know you've mentioned to me on a couple of occasions how grateful you are for the many blessings that you had growing up, but now you're a teaching elder in the PCA, which is fairly different from your previous situation, to say the least. You can say that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What do you think are some of the advantages, but also some of the pitfalls that we could have at a time like this in light of coronavirus, in light
1: of our adversary, the devil, as Reformed believers? Well, I, th- I think the main advantage is uh, the, the Reformation seeks to ground everything in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And that's spot on. Mm-hmm. All Scripture is God-breathed. It's profitable for teaching, proof, correction, training in righteousness mm-hmm. that the people of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Uh, it, it's so crucial that we tether our th- th- that our thinking and our response is shaped by God's word, and in my own background, and I'm seeing some of the stuff on Facebook. You probably are mm-hmm. as well, where you know people are this prophet or that prophet is trying to give somebody a word that's uh, that's just out there. It's untethered from Scripture, mm-hmm. and uh, and it can be destructive and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one of the great advantages: the high view of God's word. Um, I think one of the potential pitfalls, if we're not careful, is Mm -hmm. to so intellectualize Mm -hmm. uh, our faith Mm -hmm. that uh, we don't take seriously the activity um, Mm. of Satan. You know, I had the privilege of spending about four hours with Jim Weaver Mm. uh, before our missions conference. And one of the things that he that we talked about is in uh, South Africa where he is uh, ministering. They are seeing uh, some pretty, uh, they're seeing the activity of Satan in major, more overt ways than than often we have seen. And in part, I think <laughs> yeah, Satan's strategy uh, in Africa seems to be more overt because that's more effective And here, mo- more, uh, uh, undercover, if you will, because that plays into our secular, uh, secularism. Mm. Um, but, uh, as, as we talked, um, we, we were speaking of how crucial it is for us to take what God's word, uh, teaches seriously. Um, as C.S. Lewis, I quoted him this past Sunday, he's, uh, Satan is just as delighted Uh, by the materialist, or or where we can end up the functional deist to Mm. not take seriously the work of the enemy, as he is a magician, or the person who's obsessed, the person who's finding Satan under, Mm. you know, every rock. Mm. So we need to avoid both, and particularly in our circles, to not be ashamed of what the Bible teaches. I mean, if Jesus... The Son of God tells us about this enemy, the one who rose from the dead, who demonstrated uh, his authority is trustworthy. Are we going to go with, you know, what the spirit of our age that mocks uh, uh, supernatural activity or with the Son of God who's risen from the dead, mm-hmm. who's demonstrated? I think he knows what he's talking about <laughs> uh, when it comes to the supernatural world. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that tension, too,
0: where we, on the one side, want to be so grounded in God's Word uh, so that we're not swayed by anything around us um, that we forget that there is spiritual oppression, and then that tension where uh, where we definitely sense something going on, some darkness in the world around us, that we can be distracted from our identity as God's children rooted in the Gospel, and that tension is very real, and... um, I just pray for God's grace that we overcome uh, drifting one way or the other. Amen. In our next segment, we're going to have a time of Scripture reading. We want the Word of Christ to dwell in us richly. So as you listen, meditate on these words, think them over, chew on them, and thank God for the gift of His Holy Word.
1: Men, today's text is Psalm 16. It's one of my favorite psalms, a psalm of David. Let's let's meditate on God's word. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones, in whom is all my delight. There is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore.
0: As we close, we want to spend some time praying for you all, and we hope that you will pray along with us, if you're able.
1: Josiah, why don't you go first, and then I'll close us. Gladly. Let's pray. Oh, our God and our Father, you are our chosen portion. Uh, How good you are. By your mercy and grace, you have, as the psalmist uh, declared, drawn our lines in pleasant places. Lord, even in the midst of the uh, turmoil in our world, Lord, we are blessed in so many ways. How you've cared for us. Uh, The provisions you've made with technology, uh, the uh, uh, medical community around us, uh, the church body of people to love us, and above all, the unshakable hope that we have in your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we are blessed beyond measure, and we give you great thanks. That we can rest securely in you in the midst of the world around us being shaken. In fact, Lord, I believe that uh, you intend for us, even in the midst of through, through the circumstances that we are dealing with, to press in more firmly to the truth of your gospel to see the reality of our own frailty and of our need uh, for you and our need for your people. So I pray, O oh God, that you would be working through the challenges that we face, the uncertainties that we experience to drive us more deeply to Christ. Open our eyes to see more of the riches of your gospel of grace. Open our hearts to love you, to delight in you, to trust in you. And oh God, I pray that you would be working in our congregation, that we would see how much we need one another. By your design, we were never meant to do this life on our own. You have knit us together. We are the body of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we pray that in the midst of the challenges that we face, that you would draw us closer to one another. Wouldn't this be like you? At a time when we have to do social distancing, that actually our hearts would be more closely knit together. We believe that's what you want to do. So I pray, Lord, that... You would be stirring up your, your family here, Christ community, for us to, to call one another, for us to pray for one another, uh, for us to express our love for one another, our commitment to care for one another. Oh Lord, I pray that you would not only stir us to reach out to one another, but you would also be preparing our hearts to receive the love and care that you are extending to us through your body. So Lord, may your kingdom be advancing in our hearts and in our minds. Lord, I pray that it would not only be happening within our body, but you would also, at the same time that you are knitting our hearts more closely together, be directing our gaze outward. Lord I, I'm so grateful of what I'm hearing about uh, uh, what you're doing and uh, through your people uh, whether it be you know letters being sent to neighbors uh, help collecting foods for the need uh, uh, canned foods for the needy, whatever it might be Lord I pray that your spirit would be stirring us up that you would open our eyes to see the opportunities that are around us that we might be your, Hands and feet. Yes, Lord, give us wisdom, but we pray also that you would give us a sense of the opportunity we have to see you work in the hearts of friends and neighbors and coworkers through phone conversations or uh, through a, a number of means that you would lead us to uh, to to demonstrate the love of Christ and the hope of Christ. And Father, I pray as well that uh, you would help protect us from turning inward and and uh, uh, falling back in fear. Would you mobilize us, move us forward in faith? I pray that you would help us to trust you and invest uh, in um, your kingdom. I pray that you would strengthen our resolve to see uh, the ministry of your church uh, Go forth with power and focus. We pray for our missionaries. Lord, give us hearts and minds for them. Would you enable us to even deepen our commitment to the work of your gospel spread um, across um, our community and around the world? Lord, open our eyes. Mobilize us as your people to see your kingdom advance powerfully. In this time.
0: And Father, I echo all that Josiah was saying. Thank you that you are at work during this time. Thank you that you're at work in our own hearts. Thank you that you are at work yes. in our neighbors. Father, you've given us a great opportunity to love our neighbors well. And it's been fun to be part of conversations about how to do that and to hear ideas, opinions, even disagreements and Iron sharpening iron as we try to reach out to a very needy world around us that is very afraid. And so, thank you so much for the grace that overcomes our own fears and then reaches out into other people's lives. Lord, I'm thinking now, especially for uh, those of us whose normal routines have been uh, interrupted, to say the least. Um, Many of us working from home, uh, families together for extended periods of time. Lord, we just pray for great grace at this time, that we all have patience with one another and see uh, each other as made in your image and our closest neighbors to love um, in our own household. And Lord, as our routines have been changed, that that restlessness that we experience, um, that we wouldn't take it to just entertainment and something to numb us Mm. until this is over, but that that restlessness would drive us to you and to Mm -hmm. your word, and to ministering to the people around us that desperately need you. So we just give you praise for your great grace that you've worked in our lives. Um, I'm just ecstatic that we have hope at this time when so many people don't, and they're so afraid. And it seems odd when we read news articles and hear uh, the perspective of people that don't have any hope in you, and it's just disjointed with what we experience as being your children. And so we give you praise for that. That is unique. Uh, And so, Lord, please let that overflow into ministry around us uh, during this time. And, of course, we do ask that you would stem the tide of this virus, that you would shut it down right now, that no more lives would be taken, no more cases would be reported. We know that you can do these things because nothing is impossible with you. And we pray that your sovereign will would be accomplished no matter what, that Jesus Christ would be glorified, that we would become more like him, and that many more people would come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And we give you praise for all these things because we know that you're going to finish the work that you started. And we ask it all in the glorious name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Please join us again next week. And until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. God bless. thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we invite you to share it with friends and family. For more information on our church, please visit us online at christcommunitycarmel.org.